We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. See, the Word of God is the seed. It depends on what you believe. You see, here's two individuals that were thinking different. One of them said, if I just knew if it's his will, I'd get healed. But I don't know whether it's his will or not. See, he needed some water. He needed some understanding. That's why it talks about here, through the knowledge of God. It's through the knowledge of God. If you know what God will do, he'll always do it. But if you don't know what he'll do, he's not obligated to do anything. Because the seed is in itself. Now, we're talking about God's word as being the seed and the water and the light The Word brings light, you see. The entrance of the Word bringeth light. Now, let's go to a passage of Scripture that seems to say something that's contrary to other things. Let's go to Luke, the sixth chapter. You've probably heard many sermons preached from this. And if you're not careful, you'll lose what Jesus is saying here. Again, reading Luke 6, 18. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed, and the whole multitude sought to touch him, and there went virtue out of him, and healed them all. And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed are ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Now notice, Jesus said, Blessed are ye poor. He did not say that you are blessed because you are poor. Now, see, there's people that'll read that and say, well, now, yeah, Jesus said, you're so blessed to be poor. Well, now, they have a seed, all right, but they need some water to go with that. Because, see, this was given as a blessing, not as a curse. But if you believe that God wants you to be poor, and it's God's will for you to be poor, then it's going to become a curse to you instead of a blessing. Now, let's look at this just a little different, maybe, than you've looked at it. Blessed are ye poor, why? Because yours is the kingdom of God. Now, remember something Jesus said in the 6th chapter of Matthew when he was teaching his disciples to pray. He said, pray this way, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now, you know, if that's the only scripture in the Bible, that you could use to teach prosperity, that ought to do it. He said, pray that the kingdom of God come and the will of God be done in earth or on earth the same as it is in heaven. Well, just ask yourself, how is it in heaven? Is there any lack up there? Is there any sickness and disease up there? No, that's a healthy place up there. It's a prosperous place up there. Well, Jesus said for them to pray that it would get that way on earth. Well, now, that has to be the will of God. It couldn't be the will of God for it to be like it is here on earth if Jesus told him to pray that way. Now, I have sense enough to know that it's not that way here on earth yet. But Jesus said, pray that it'll get that way. Pray the kingdom come, the will of God be done in earth as it is in heaven. All right, if we look at what Jesus said here then, blessed are ye poor for yours is the kingdom of God. See, Jesus was saying when the kingdoms come, then it'll be possible for it to be on earth the same as it is in heaven. 
You understand what I'm saying? Under the old covenant, it was an impossibility for that to happen. It couldn't be on earth as it was in heaven under the old covenant because of sin. See, you couldn't get rid of sin under the old covenant. You could sweep it under the rug and offer a sacrifice, but the sin was still there. But thank God under the new covenant, we have redemption. Redemption. There was atonement under the old covenant, but there's redemption under the new covenant. It does away with sin. It's as though sin had never been. You see, we can walk perfect and upright under the new covenant as though sin had never been. They couldn't do that under the old covenant. It was an impossibility because the sin was still there. But you see, Jesus was the cure for the sin problem. You can take 1 John 1, 9 and knock sin in the head. <laughs> I mean, you can kill it dead on the spot. If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, Jesus said, pray the kingdom of God come, the will of God be done in earth as it is in heaven. He's talking about the kingdom that would come on the day of Pentecost and was set up in the hearts of men. Wasn't talking about the kingdom in the New Jerusalem because in Mark the ninth chapter, verse 1, he says, some of you standing here will not taste death till you see the kingdom of God coming with power. Come with power. Well, you know those people are not still going to be alive when the kingdom of God set up in the New Jerusalem. And then you go to what John said. He said, I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And heard a great voice out of heaven saying, The tabernacle of God is with men. I'll be with them, be their God, and they shall be my people. What John saw was God moving heaven to earth. Now that'll prove to you it's the will of God that it be on earth the same as it is in heaven because God is going to move heaven to earth. That has to be the will of God. It couldn't be any other way because that's the way it's going to turn out. Well, and somebody said, yeah, but what about all the evil in the earth today? Well, it's here because of sin and because of what Adam chose in the garden. He chose blessing and calamity. The knowledge of blessing and calamity. And God's word is just as true on the negative side as it is on the positive side. He that believeth shall be saved and he that believeth not shall be damned. And we don't like to talk about the be damned part, but it's just as much of the scripture as the other part is. And that's why there's sickness, disease, and poverty, and all this raging in the earth today because sin came into the earth. And because of that, sickness came. And if you just do a little thinking on that, you can understand that when the Bible says when Satan is departed from this planet and incarcerated and done away with, then there will be no more sickness. It came with it, and it will leave with it. That ought to tell us something. And poverty and everything else will go with it. It is a curse. It's not a blessing. Well, Jesus said, Blessed are ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Now, the reason they were blessed, because God was giving them the kingdom. And that kingdom was capable of supplying every single thing they have need of in this life. When God put Adam in the garden, that garden had everything in that garden that he needed. Every single thing they had need of was in that garden, even to eternal life. He could have eaten of a tree of life and lived forever. Everything that he had need of was in that garden. Well, it didn't take him but three chapters to mess it up. And he got kicked out of the garden. But thank God, Jesus said, Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. God put back in mankind, when he is born again, the kingdom of God is set up in your heart. Now, it is a part of the same kingdom that will be set up in the New Jerusalem, but it's only a spiritual manifestation of that kingdom. 
but it's no less powerful, no less capable of supplying every human need than the one that will be set up in the New Jerusalem if we learn to operate in it. And that's why Jesus said to the people here, Blessed are ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Now see, there's the seed. Let's put a little water with that so we can understand it. Now the Bible says that the common people or the poor people heard Jesus gladly. That's why he said you're blessed, because they heard him. They received his word. You remember when he anointed the seven and sent them out? He said, in whatsoever city you go and they receive you, he said, heal all the sick that are therein. In other words, if they receive the word, they'll be blessed. If they don't, they'll be damned. And it's just as true on the negative side as it is the positive side. So he said, Blessed are ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Now let's notice a couple of verses here. Blessed are ye that hunger now, for ye shall be filled. Blessed are ye that weep now, for ye shall laugh. What's he saying? When the kingdom has come, then your hunger will turn to being filled, and your weeping will turn to laughter. Now I know that that doesn't mean that there will never be any sorrow or anything if you operated in this. But what it's saying is it'll absolutely change the whole thing around 180 degrees from what it was. When the kingdom comes, blessed are you that hunger now, for you shall be filled. Now certainly, certainly, this has to be talking about spiritually as well, but yet it's talking about in every area of life. And when we look at it in the light of what he's saying here, in fact, I think let's go over to Matthew's account of it. Matthew says it just a little different. In the fifth chapter, I believe it is. Verse 3, Blessed are the poor in the spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. In other words, notice that once the kingdom has come, blessed be poor, for yours is the kingdom. It says kingdom of heaven here. Now, the places it's used interchangeably, it's talking about the kingdom of God. Once the kingdom has come, it's possible that the will of God can be done in earth as it is in heaven. doesn't necessarily mean it will be, but it's available. In other words, if you have the seed, if you have the water, and you have the light, and you plant it in the soil of your heart, it will produce for you. And that's what he's saying. Blessed are ye poor. Where were they blessed? They were blessed in their spirit because that's where the kingdom is, is in the human spirit. The kingdom of God, Jesus said, is within you. So then God's word of blessing promises in the word of God is the seed. But if you misunderstand what the word says, that seed that was designed to be a blessing will be a curse. Many people are held in bondage because they have not rightly divided the word of truth. And what God said to be a great blessing to them turned out to be a curse. And they were held in bondage because of a wrong understanding of the Bible. Well, I trust you've been with us all this week as we've taught on the subject of the word is seed, water, and light. I want to remind you our DVD offer this week is 7884. It's called The Intent of the Word. 90-minute DVD for $20 plus $4 postage and handling. It's called The Intent of the Word. Now, in Isaiah, the sixth chapter, you will find that there's a scripture that has been somewhat misunderstood. It seems to say that God blinded the Jews so they could not see, and he caused their ears to not hear 
lest they could be converted and he would heal them. Well, does that sound like God to you? It really doesn't. Now, you need to read it in Isaiah the 6th chapter. But in Matthew the 13th chapter, I say it this way. When you come up on something you don't really understand, read the red and you'll understand what he said. So Jesus explains it in Matthew the 13th chapter. And he is talking about people that have ears to hear. Whosoever hath ears to hear shall be given more abundance, and whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away even that which he hath. Therefore speak I to them in parables. And then he says in verse 14, In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith. Now he's going to tell you what Isaiah said. This is the intent of what Isaiah said. By hearing you shall hear and not understand. Seeing you shall see and not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross. Their ears are dull of hearing. And their eyes they have closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, be converted, and I should heal them. Now, does God want to heal them? Absolutely, yes. So this explains what Isaiah says. It's a little hard to understand in the Old Testament because of the way the Old Testament was written. But if you want to know what it said, read the red, and he'll tell you what it said. In other words, they closed their eyes, and that's the reason they were blinded. I promise you, you'll be blessed by this DVD, number 7884. It's called The Intent of the Word, 90-minute DVD for $20 plus $4 postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.